0: Think about it this way. If you had all the time in the world, but no energy, you don't get anything done. But if you had limited time and insane energy, great things are still possible. Like you can maximize your time to still do great things, even if you had limited time. Hi, and welcome to the Girl Who Can podcast. I'm so, so happy you're here. And I've made it my mission to live and share with you the importance of working hard, but also resting well. So I invite you to be the girl who shows up for herself as we get into today's episode. What's up, friends? How are we doing? Welcome back to another episode of the Girl Who Can podcast. I'm very excited to just sit, chat, hang out with you guys today. And if I'm being completely honest, that is the only thing I can really be doing today because in Texas, where I'm at a little bit outside of Austin, we are currently in a winter storm. So that means the roads are closed, they're iced over, my car literally cannot move because it will take probably hours to defrost. But that is just so on brand for Texas because maybe two weeks ago, I was celebrating at just, it felt like spring, the sun was out, it was maybe in the 70s and here we are just frozen in an ice cube, which is fine. Like I said, so on brand for Texas. It happened in the course of maybe five hours where in the morning it was in the 60s, humid, sun was out. By 4 p.m., no, frozen. So I'm just getting used to the bipolarness of Texas weather, but at least it keeps you you on your toes. My closet is consistently full of summer, winter, and fall because you can experience all three seasons within one day. And that is so normal. Um, But I actually, I like it. Like I said, it keeps me on my toes. But what I wanted to talk about today, and I'm just going to go right into it, is energy. And I wanted to talk about this because I was actually on a call with someone this week and they said the greatest asset you have is your energy. So you need to protect it. And I think we hear things about like our energy and it can like that statement alone can sound very like woo woo of, okay, your energy and your aura, whatever it might be. But I think actually reflecting on your energy and where you're putting your energy, what you're doing to protect it, how you can build on it is important to really shine a light on and focus on and I wanted to make a whole podcast episode about about it. So like I said this person said to me the greatest asset you have is your energy and so protect it like it is. And first I want to go deeper into what that sta- statement even means. Like when we say your greatest asset is your energy because we think about goals, the goals that we set, and those goals require the act of being consistent, right? And consistency sometimes is where people just get overwhelmed because they feel like they got to be 100% in or not at all, like this kind of all or nothing mindset. And because of that, they might find themselves constantly in a I can't where they're all gung-ho and then they fall out of whack and then they feel like they can't do anything anymore. They don't have that energy. But when we're setting these goals too, often when we are in that I can't do it state, the thoughts or the excuses that kind of come up are, oh, I don't have time. I don't have the energy when I come home from work. I can't have the energy to get up in the morning to do X, Y, Z, or I can't seem to say no. I can't seem to just get myself to do it. Like the majority of those things that I just mentioned involve action. Therefore, your energy, right? In regards to your time and attention. So with that, we need energy to do everything. So we need to be ready. We need to have the energy to take advantage of each opportunity that gets presented to us or that we don't miss it. Because when we just let our energy run out, we, one, aren't even able to seize the moment and have the energy to experience that opportunity that we are presented with. And two, what I don't want to happen is we don't even recognize whatever is in front of us as an opportunity because we're so drained and clouded and burnt out where we just feel so lost and far from where you want to be or where you want to go, where you can't even appreciate the little things, the little steps that are in front of you anymore. Or you're just complaining because your energy is zapped and what's the easy thing to do there when that happens is blame, point fingers, and complain. And trust me, like, I have been in that position where I feel just, like, so drained of my energy where I am just constantly, like, pouring out. I'm trying. I'm doing all the things. But what I find what I found in that season is that like, I was constantly complaining. I was constantly pointing the fingers, constantly finding something to be upset about or complain about or wish was different. And even the complaining, like even the act of doing that, like that was zapping my energy even further, where yes, I was still acting and I was still doing, but I was just essentially kind of like marching in place. Like I wasn't going anywhere in regards to my goals. Yeah, think about like a car when you are stepping on the gas pedal, but it's not in drive. Like that is where I don't want you to be, where like the engine is revving up, but you're not moving anywhere. That the facilitator of taking you to your goals is the energy, not those the consistent acts of what you're doing, not the... I don't know, the action steps. Like, yes, those are a piece of the puzzle, but your energy is a facilitator in order for you to do those things and get you to the place you want to be. And so I'm sure you have big goals. You are listening to this podcast, right? Like you want to be the girl who can. So I am sure you do. We don't play small around here, but the bigger the goal the more energy you might need. So the importance of this is huge. I want you to be able to go and tackle those big things and I am on your side and I wanna be your cheerleader and I'm here to remind you that you can do these hard things, but I'm here to also help remind you like about the foundations and that we need to be realistic of managing your energy. So then you can do those big hard things. And like how I was saying before, having things in place with that to protect your energy and that foster that build your energy. So then you can also know what it's like to have high energy. So then you know at certain seasons of life, like when you're missing it. And when you're missing it, like you know that you are not in that like high energy state and that allows you to reflect and take inventory um, of it. So, like, that's what I would like to call energy management, where you are. Self aware, right? Like, and that's a skill. Like, that is a learned skill that I am learning that I want to share things with you today that you can do. That, um, yeah, so then we all can manage our energy and go be the girls who can. So, I'll share with you some things that currently require my energy Um, because I'm always like here to be your friend and let you know that, like, I am working on these things in life just as much as you are. So, I want to make this as practical as I can and relatable. So, things that are currently requiring of my energy. Planning a wedding. If you have ever planned a wedding or know somebody, it drains your energy. (laughs) So, planning a wedding is requiring my energy. I am currently... A head coach at a company. So I am managing people, and that involves understanding their personal lives and being a manager, right? Like a leader and having the skills to mentor and appropriately lead them. So that takes my energy. I have clients that I work with as the dietitian at that same job that require my energy to coach and also mentor. Um, This podcast, right, this podcast and sharing and creating with you guys, that requires my energy. Building a house into a home. I, if you are new here, I am from California, but I moved to Texas. My fiance and I, just recently this past year bought a house. It is still currently in its infancy stages in regards to making it a home. So that requires my energy, my friendships, my family relationships, my faith and my relationship to God. Like that requires energy to continuously building like any relationship. Um, Going to the gym and working on my health and nutrition, fitness goals, those things that I am currently trying to build for myself. Like, those are a lot of things. And when I think and list about all the above, those things require my time. And I don't want there to be confusion with time and energy. Yes, there's a bit of relationship between those two. But energy, having the energy allows you to maximize your time. If I were just slugging through the day or feel burnt out, my time isn't used to its capacity. I wouldn't be able to do all those things above that I just listed to its full effort. I wouldn't be able to give, you know, enough of what it requires to do those things well. So think about it this way. If you had all the time in the world but no energy, you don't get anything done. But if you had limited time and insane energy, great things are still possible. Like you can maximize your time to still do great things even if you had limited time. So yes, time is your greatest asset as we hear so often. Like time is your most precious, I don't know what they say, time is your most precious gift. I don't know, something along those lines. But I would like to argue and say it's your energy, like where you're putting your energy out, how you are growing it, how you're protecting it. So let's go through those three things. How do we protect our energy? And let's keep things real simple, which you guys might hear me say these first things and you're like, okay, this is so basic. But let's keep these things simple, okay? I'm not here to make it complicated and it really should um, be refreshing, that this almost is simple, right? Like we always just constantly wanna hear something profound and wanna complicate it. But anyways, I'll get to the point. The first thing of how to protect it is water. When we're thinking about physical energy, you don't need pre-workouts, you don't need the monsters or energy drinks, etc. Like let's reclaim back your real authentic energy. I'm not here to tell you like how much water you should be drinking, but I want this to be a foundation. Like this is foundation. Your body, your muscles are like 70% water. So think about if you don't have that, how are you physically supposed to be the vessel to like go and do those great things, right? Like we often think about things in regards to mindset, like, oh, we got to be self-aware and reflect, which again, important and we'll get into that. But you also have to feel good like from the inside, you have to have that physical energy in order to do well at X, Y, and Z, right? So how much water should we be eating for the day? Again, I'm not here to say like you should be doing this, but meet yourself where you're at. If you're currently drinking 30 ounces a day, let's try for 50 ounces. If you're at 64 ounces, let's try for 80. Again, there's no should. Note how you feel with an increased level of water, And focus how you want to feel and let that be the foundation. Let that be the standard once you get to that high level energy. And side note, your skin will be glowing as a side effect. So on this kind of foundational level is upgrade your foods. You know, eat for nourishment and satisfaction at the same time. And what I mean by this is like having nutrient dense foods, right, to provide that key energy for you physically to have the body and vessel to do those goals and have that mental energy to work through some things. But um, obviously things like, you know, the colorful veggies, a variety. But what I also mean here with nourishment and satisfaction is enjoying your foods. When I say the words nourishment and nutrition, I think a lot of people can think about, okay, I need to eat chicken, rice, and broccoli. I need to go on a diet we both know, or I hope you know, that um, chicken, rice, and broccoli is not enjoyable. And you are not going to eat that for three meals a day for the rest of your life, right? Like, I want you to make foods that you enjoy. Have the greens, have the salad with a side of fries, have the cocktail with your dinner. I want you to eat with nourishment, but also satisfaction and enjoyment. Because Ultimately, that makes your mental state know that you are able to do compromise. You are able to fuel your body, but also fuel its um, cravings and needs without restriction. And if you are new around here too, (laughs) I am a registered dietitian. So food and the foundations and movement, water, you know, those things are my cup of tea. So if you feel like, you know, these things that I'm talking about have so many tactical pieces in between of like how to do these things that require its own podcast episode and its own podcast in itself. But um, like I said, I'm a registered dietitian. So if you need help in this area, please, please, please reach out to me on Instagram or email linked in the show notes and let's connect and let's talk. But another thing I want to talk about of how to protect your energy is avoiding certain relationships. And that just sounds so forward and blunt, but it is true. You know, being around certain people can energize us and being around other people can completely drain us. So avoiding certain relationships and being honest of who those people are and how you are going to navigate it is important to set those boundaries. And even like how you're managing your day. If these are people, people that drain your energy are maybe at your workplace that you do see every day, or maybe it's a family member, you know, how are you managing your day? If there's a coworker or manager you have a meeting with that drains you, schedule that if you're able to schedule that meeting later in the day. So you're protecting your energy when it is at the highest, which is in the morning and set boundaries to not engage in conversations that are not helpful. And it doesn't have to be like you being dramatic and getting up and saying, I'm not talking to you anymore, but like not Putting yourself in those situations, if you know that is going to be the outcome, or respectfully getting up and walking away, respectfully saying that, hey, this conversation isn't really helping or isn't really healthy for me. Can we change a subject? Or you don't even have to say that. Just literally ask another question that changes a subject. So then if you have to be in that environment, you can redirect of where you're putting your energy. So there's, there's different tips there that um, hopefully are helpful. And also another tip of how to protect your energy is having a morning routine. And again, sounds so like something we've all heard before, right? But I have found this to be absolutely game-changing. And I know when I don't do something for myself in the morning, my energy is going to immediately go down for the day. And this doesn't have to be this grand thing of you doing 10, 20, 30 minutes, like whether it's five minutes or whether it's a morning gratitude thought that you're having on the way to get your cup of coffee or a cup of water in the mornings. We're doing water before coffee um, um, or listening to a morning motivation while you're getting ready. Habit stacking, doing something for yourself in the morning, because think about it, having a morning routine Is your first or something in the morning? Is your first opportunity for you to say yes to you in the morning? It's your first opportunity to say yes to to anything, right? And so, what are you going to put your energy towards in the morning? Is it going to be somebody else or is it going to be you? And if you are currently somebody who is putting your energy towards somebody else, maybe you're somebody who wakes up and immediately checks social media or immediately looks at your email. um, You know, it's like think about like those people physically in your room. Would you want to wake up and see all of those people in your room? Like immediately when you open your eyes, physically there? My, my guess is going to be no. So why are you inviting those people into your energy, into your mind first thing in the morning when you don't even, you wouldn't want them physically there, but they have that same impact over time, you know, if we are allowing these little compromises, we're like, oh, it's just social media or it's just checking on my email. Like, it doesn't really matter. It does matter because they do build up over time. And all of a sudden, you are your first yes in the morning is for other people, not you. And you're like, how did I get here? I don't know what... I, I can't even recognize myself. I don't know who this person is because this person is constantly just living for other people or the approval of other people. So that's why I emphasize unborning routine or just something in the morning. And it can be life changing, game changing, whatever you want to call it, but please just start doing something for you in the morning. And that leads into also just stress management, like a way to protect your energy is having some sort of stress management routines, foundations. I often work through this with my clients of like, you know, life is going to get busy. Like we are not living in a perfect world and things are going to not happen according to our plan. And so Instead of being reactive, we got to be proactive. And that requires having stress management techniques in place, whether that's going for a walk, listening to uplifting music, reading the Bible, praying, talking to a friend, dancing, things that are healthy coping mechanisms, going to therapy. I mean, like you got to find what works for you, but those are ways to protect your energy. And what I want to move into now is like, how do we foster it? How do we build up your energy? And for me personally, like that is just consistently having hope, having faith, because as soon as there's like no hope or faith in my life, nearly my energy can disappear. And there's almost this lack of purpose and and motivation. So I got to have my faith and hope in something bigger. And for me, that I'm a Christian. And so I believe in God and Jesus. And that is where I place my hope and my faith in. And I know that that is something that's not changing. And that for me builds my energy. And next is resting. You got to take your breaks. You got to know how to pour back into you, because how do you expect to give to others from an empty cup? We've also heard that before. You have to recharge. And this can be hard for a lot of people of like not knowing how to take a break, especially when you have big goals. But and I say this from personal experience, trust me, I this is something I consistently have to work through. But literally, if you have to take a mental health day from work, do it. There's nothing wrong with that or if you have to tell your friends like, hey, I'm not going to go out tonight. I had a long week at work. Don't go. Protect your energy. And if that means resting, do that. But that takes inventory and self-awareness to be like, I need a moment of silence. I need some stillness. And whatever that looks like for you, find it. And this is like complete opposite of what this tip is. So we're still talking about, how do you build your energy? How do you foster it? How do you help it grow? So opposite of rest is taking action and taking risks, being bold. And I think there's there needs to be a healthy balance here, right? Like when you are taking risks and taking action, I think trying new things helps expand your energy because When you are taking risks, you're able to see how much you can do and what you can accomplish. Even if you fail, you're able to say, I was able to try, I was able to start, I can start something. And you're able to step out of your comfort zone. And for some, this act of like taking risks creates a lot of energy for them. Some people like feed off bold, risky things. And so I get it, that's like not for everybody, but taking risks can also take up a lot of energy. So this allows you to have that healthy balance of like, yeah, if you're taking a risk, maybe that is a good indicator that pretty soon after that, you should also take some sort of rest or recharge, refueling your cup um, and scheduling that in beforehand. So then you can be proactive versus reactive. But taking risks can, like I said, motivate you to know you can do it. You are the girl who can. And at the very least, you are the girl who can try right? And you are worth it enough to try. It's not a yes, it's not a no, it's am I worthy enough to try? And another way to help build your energy, again, going back to those foundations, but is exercise, movement, moving your body. It is proven, scientifically proven that exercise, although yes, requires an output of energy, it can also foster it. Activity and movement can improve your muscle strength, boost your endurance, and also help kind of tie back into rest, it helps you get good quality sleep. So kind of kills two birds with one stone here. And I'm not saying a go do with specific things. You need to go do weight training. You need to go do endurance training or high intensity, whatever. Because I get that's like the next question of like, what should I be doing? And again, notice your words here, like should. What you shouldn't be doing anything. Really, what you need to be doing is things that feel good for you in regards to building up your energy. Do you enjoy? Do you enjoy weight training? If not, okay, let's try something else. Let's find something that you enjoy doing so then you can be consistent and it can build up your energy. Because when you like doing something, you're going to do more of it, obviously. But when you enjoy something, it also builds up your energy. And so lastly is, how do you take inventory of where you're at? Let's say you are working on these things of building up your energy, you're protecting it. But I think that it is important to also reflect and remain self-aware of where you're at, especially if you're in a place of like, I have low energy right now. I know I used to have high energy and it felt really good when I was in this season and I was operating at my highest self. You know, I would like, I don't know how to get back there. Like what happened? And so I have three questions to leave you with today that hopefully can help you take inventory of where you're at right now and where you want to go. So first thing I want you to do is write a list of things in your life that leave you feeling energized. What fuels your cup? What gives you energy? And then look at that list. And based on that list, circle some things that Maybe you feel like you've been neglecting and the things that you have circled that you've neglected, why are you neglecting those things? What are you allowing to kind of be that barrier in between that thing that gives you energy and yourself? And the next thing to reflect on the second question really is what time of day do you feel at your best and most full of energy? And this can be different for everybody. Um, but based off that question, are you doing your most valuable work at that time? Are you making the most of that energy spike where you feel the most energy and you feel your best? So hopefully that can help. And those are just really simple th- questions and reflections to consistently check back in on. Um, maybe have those things in a journal where you can circle back to, you know, every three months or so. But I think that can be very helpful. I know it's been very helpful for me, but again, energy is your best asset. Protect it. Um, Hopefully this was helpful. I always want to be your encourager, inspire you, know that you do not have to do this walk of life alone. And so please, please connect with me over on social media at the Girl Who Can podcast or at Aris Lujano. Those are both linked in the show notes. I always want to know who you are. Let's be friends. So share with me who you are, what you're doing, what you took away from this episode. If you did, screenshot it and put it in your stories. Tag me. Share it with a friend. We always want to build This community and let other girls know that they too can be the girl who can. If you can also do me a huge favor and leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts if you enjoyed this or Spotify, but Apple Podcasts really helps the growth of the show. And again, we want to build this community of more girls who can. So Apple Podcasts, little purple icon, search the girl girl who can, click on my face, scroll down, tap the stars, write a review. Appreciate it. Appreciate you so much if you could do that. But I love you so much, whoever you are listening, and we will chat next Wednesday. Bye, everybody.